welcome to Miss Connections. We're both Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Via, aka Lizzie. And I'm Elizabeth Wyndham, aka Beth. Miss Connections is a podcast that explores our longing to connect and the circumstances that stand in our way. Each episode will bring a true story of a misconnection and an expert guest to help us unpack it so that we can all get better at making real meaningful connections that feel good to us. That's why we started this show. After a series of our own misconnections in dating, friendships, and family relationships, we decided to get some help. But before we jump into our first official episode, we want to tell you more about who we are and what you can expect when you listen to this podcast. So let's get to it already. So Beth, Mm -hmm. we've both been making podcasts and doing other creative work for clients and for companies for our whole careers. And we started talking a while ago about how we wanted to make something that made us think and made us feel and we could put into the world and be proud of. And I'm so happy we did because in this process of exploring what we wanted to do, we decided to make a podcast because we live in Los Angeles. Everyone has a podcast. We don't want to be left out. This is true. But also we wanted an opportunity to explore something that we were curious about. Yes. And as we were meeting and you were telling me about all of your misconnections via dating. You mean when I took up all of our meeting space to talk about the latest in my dating drama? Yes, but I also I chimed in too. I did. You're very sweet. <laughs> and what we noticed was this common theme around connection. Misconnection specifically. Correct. And what we discovered is that we experience different misconnections in many different scenarios, layers, and we just became more and more curious about how to create a good connection. Right. And coming out of the pandemic or being in the pandemic, wherever we are in regard to the pandemic, we knew that it absolutely changed the way that we connect and that we have long histories around connection and that the topic was something that we could really explore over time. And it got us started on this path of what we eventually called missed connections. And that might sound familiar to people who are around our age, let's say middling millennials. Is that right? Middling millennials. Middling millennials. (laughs) And you specifically were a big fan of Craigslist misconnections, right? Yes. It was a favorite pastime of mine. I would be on break from my job and I'd hop onto the computer and go to Craigslist and click that misconnections to see if anybody had written a post about me. And? Spoiler alert, there was no post. Well, that you saw. But for anyone who didn't get to be involved in the glory days of Craigslist misconnections, there were essentially personal ads that people would put up that started something like, I saw you here or I met you here. You were wearing red. You were at the in the grocery aisle for bread and we, we made eye contact. <laughs> yeah. We both grabbed the same bread. <laughs> and we never exchanged numbers or whatever and it's a misconnection. You Find could be me. the love of my life. Yes. And we would all log on, would look for posts about us. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I know anyone who ever saw one. 
But the nostalgia got us excited about using that same kind of framework to explore misconnections. But more than the meet cute, more than just the romantic misconnections in our lives, whether that's with maybe a parent or a friend, with yourself, with a longtime partner, with a a person you just started dating, that we could get to explore misconnections that happen in all different relationships, all different stages, to tell those stories and to learn from them. Yeah. And I have to say, I've learned quite a bit already. Well, to be fair, we knew nothing to start. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Uh, But a little bit more about the episodes. Every episode, we'll share with you a true anonymous misconnection story. You'll get to feel all the feels with us, with these amazing storytellers who have shared their stories with us. But we're not going to stop there. We're really curious about how we all can get better at making meaningful connections. So we're going to bring in experts in connection of all different types to help us out. Two important things to know. We've already kind of referenced this, but we do not know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, most important thing to know is that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So come along for the ride. And secondly, these stories are anonymous, true, and vulnerable. We won't be judging or dissecting them, but rather using them to connect and to learn more about connection. We're so grateful for the folks who have been brave to tell their stories and who have generously shared their stories with us. So we're excited for you to hear them and trust that you will respect them as much as we tried to throughout this process. Shout out to all our storytellers. We love you. We love you. So Lizzie, we've told the listeners we don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but I think they should at least know a little bit about us (laughs) so that they can join in on this journey with us. So what are three things listeners should know about you? Rapid fire, three things listeners should know about me. First, you'll notice very quickly that I'm one of those annoying people who always talks about her therapist. But look, I'm a big fan. I've been with her for a decade, and she's still got her work cut out for her. So I think it's important to constantly give her her flowers. Second thing is that I am a divorcee. I got married at 22 and divorced at 28. I It's been about seven years since. Who's counting? Uh, <laughs> and I haven't been in a serious relationship since. And I think maybe the most important piece of this is that the thought of being in a serious relationship makes me break out in hives, I think. So me too. <laughs> that is something that you'll likely also notice. But one area of my life that is just abundant and meaningful connection is with my dear friends. And those are the friends that have kind of taught me about meaningful connection in the past decade and have really changed the way that I think about vulnerability. Um, (laughs) I'm a little less afraid of it now, about community, about emotional intimacy. And so that is one area of my life that I am incredibly grateful for and I'm sure will bring up regularly as we start to talk about connection. Okay, Beth, flipping around on you, three things that listeners should know about you. I'm originally from the Midwest, specifically Northwest Ohio. Shout out Bowling Green, Ohio. (laughs) And I lived on a small fruit orchard. And you learn a lot of life lessons through pruning, 
tending, harvesting, and eating the fruit. Mm. So I can make a mean pie for you. There we go. People who know me consider me pretty morbid. I'm a person who's not afraid to talk about the bigger messiness that's happening in the world, about death, about life, about everything in between. I love to hold space, but sometimes my humor is morbid. So (laughs) just letting you all know that. (laughs) Full disclaimer. Can't wait. Full disclaimer. And then also, finally, like, I'm in my late 30s, and I've never been in an official relationship. There are a lot of reasons why, but I will say part of it is because I'm a recovering perfectionist, And although I like to talk about the bigger messiness of life, I'm not really great at showing my messiness in my private life. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes my connections lack a depth by my own protective design. I can't relate at all. Nope, not even a little bit. (laughs) Um, That is why we're friends. (laughs) Another question for you. Mm -hmm. Let's start with you on this one. What's one misconnection that you've had in your life? Yeah, there's so many, but I think the most notable one right now is with my body. I live in the intersection of religious trauma by way of purity culture and a chronic illness that I've had for 12 years. So the work to connect to my body is every day and not every day I'm successful. Hmm. What about you? I could tell you just two words very quickly dating apps. Mm, Um, I think that what has felt hard for me about connection in dating is I've had a lot of the same misconnection over and over again. And I'm not necessarily one who believes that relationships last forever. Please see my previous answer for reasons why. However, I have found myself kind of repeatedly in this cycle of being excited about dating someone new, having something change, have that relationship end, but noticing that we never really got to connect. Like, I'm okay with relationships ending, but I think it would be nice to have some honest, meaningful connection in the middle of that rather than an evaluation of whether or not this relationship is forever. And so that would be definitely the the major repeating misconnection in my life. Um, right now. So let's build upon that. We obviously have started this podcast around connection. So I'm curious, what are some parts of connection that you're excited to dig into? I'm really excited to explore the way that communication plays into connection. I think a lot of my own connection, misconnection can be explained by things that were said or not said and the tools that we have to do that. And so I'm really curious with every story that we tell, how communication plays into that. Mm -hmm. How about you? So I have this theory about connection. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that with every misconnection, there is a connection. Mm -hmm. So when you lose a connection, you gain a connection in a different way, mode, experience. And so I just am I'm wanting to test out that theory if it's true, because, you know, it's been true for me, but I want to see if it's collectively true for all. I love that. We're doing a little research here. You heard it here first.
So now you know a little bit about the both of us and the show. Next week, I'm bringing you the first misconnection story. And I don't want to give anything away, but have you ever asked yourself in the midst of a romantic connection, what is this? Um, yes. <laughs> and I'm very excited to hear this story and also very nervous. I think that is probably one that a lot of us will relate to. And so I can't wait to hear it. I am also very excited about the stories I get to share with you. Mm-hmm. For example, there's one where we span decades to talk about a girl and her mom and the connection that they have, that they lose, that they gain. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm excited to share it with you. Just hold on one moment. I need to go get some Kleenex so I can be prepared for the story because I already know I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like we said, we've got experts in dating and friendship and relationships of all kinds, people who have spent years thinking about the types of connection we want to get better at. We have so many great people who have agreed to join us on this little adventure, and we can't wait for you to meet them. Shout out to the experts. (laughs) So I guess that's it. That's who we are. That's a little bit about what we've made. And we're just so excited for you to hear it. We hope you'll tune in to our first official episode, which is coming soon. So join us on this journey of connection. I encourage us all to be open, to be challenged but ultimately open to experience new ways of connection that feel good to you. We can't wait to connect with you.